Hi, this is Rick Warren, and welcome to Daily Hope. For some of us, we've never really been in a loving, wholesome family. We grew up with a broken model or shattered relationships, and that created hurting hearts and sometimes some odd and different ways of thinking about relationships. Now, here's the good news. God wants to provide you and me with the very things we've longed for all of our lives, a solid, caring, loving family. And you know where you find that? You find that in a church, and even more specifically, you find it in a small group. The small group is a laboratory for learning to love, and as we learn to love each other, it creates in us the ability to change patterns that were built into us since childhood. This is your chance to start afresh in new relationships and in learning to really love other people. We're going to look at it today in Daily Hope. So let's get started. Today on Daily Hope with Pastor Rick Warren. We're continuing in this very popular series taught recently at Saddleback Church. It's on surviving relationships God's way. It's called You Make Me Crazy. So whether you know a crazy maker or are one, this series is definitely for you. And now here's part two of a message taken from Scripture called Finding the Love of Your Life. Here's Rick. Now God put you here for a purpose, and He did three things. He shaped you, He gifted you, and He called you. Let's look at these three verses. First, He shaped you, Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Circle that phrase, prepared in advance. Did you know that before you were born, God already decided your life purpose? He prepared in advance the things he wanted you to do with your life. One day, you're going to stand before God, and he's going to ask you two questions. The nice thing about God is he tells us what's on the final exam. And there are only two questions on the final exam. And since God wants you to to succeed at it, he tells you the questions in advance. One day, you're going to die. One day, your heart's going to stop. That's going to be the end of your body, but it's not going to be the end of you because you were made to last forever. You're going to live forever, one of two places. We were made for long-term relationship with God. God wants you in heaven. That's why he sent Jesus to die for you so it would be possible. One day you'll stand before God and he's going to ask you first, what did you do with my son Jesus? I hope you know the answer to that. He's not going to ask, were you Catholic or Baptist or Pentecostal or Calvary Chapel? or He's not going to ask your denomination. He's going to say, what did you do with my son Jesus? And then he's going to say, second question, what did you do with what I gave you? You have been given certain gifts, certain abilities, certain purposes, certain shape, that God wired you, spiritual gift, heart, ability, personality, experiences, that he wants you to use to fulfill your purpose. When you stand before God one day, God's not gonna say, by the way, who'd you marry? He's gonna say, did you fulfill your purpose? Did you fulfill your purpose? No, sorry, Lord, I I wasn't able to do that because I found a really cute guy. (laughs) Ah, wrong answer. That's not the one he wants to hear. God called you. He said, I designed in advance what I, called, what I made you to do. He not only shaped you, he gifted you. Look at the next verse, 1 Peter 4. Each of you has received a gift from God for serving others. Now you must be faithful to develop and use that gracious gift from God. 
You got to be faithful to, to do it. Well, if you got a life partner who doesn't care two bits about that or they're going a different direction, how are you going to fulfill your purpose? Third, God not only shaped you and gifted you, he's called you. Did you know that you're called? Every Christian is called by God. The Bible says marriage is a partnership to fulfill your calling. Hebrews 3.1, brothers and sisters, you are holy partners in a heavenly calling. Now let me just tell you this. If you've got a girlfriend and you're not going to be more effective fulfilling your purpose married, you better stay unmarried. The purpose of marriage is to make you more effective in fulfilling your purpose. If marriage keeps you from your purpose, then you miss the point of the marriage. To be partners in God's calling. So here's what you need to do. You need to picture in your mind your life purpose as a circle. And you picture in your mind the life purpose of the person you're considering marrying over here. And then you ask, how much do they overlap? Do they overlap at all? More important, could they become one? Because when you have that oneness, it's incredible. I married a woman like that who had the same purpose I did. And unbelievable, it made us a powerful team that took us places around the world I never would have imagined, that gave us opportunities I never would have imagined. When I fell in love with Kay, I had no idea what God was going to do in my life. I just knew what his purpose was. But I didn't know all of the things he was going to do in my life. And all the things he was going to do in her life. And we had gifts that had not even been discovered yet. But what we did know is we had the same purpose. And our purposes matched perfectly. And as a result, that gave impact. When you have two different purposes, you have no impact. And not only that, you have less joy. And not only that, you have more conflict. So you not only have to have spiritual unity, you have to have the same life purpose in life. God gifted you, shaped you, and called you. So listen, you may both be fine people, and you may both love the Lord, and you may love each other, but that doesn't mean you should get married. It does not mean, you gotta ask, do we have the same purpose? The Bible tells us that one of the advantages of being single is you can have a solitary purpose. You have undivided attention. Now, I don't know if anybody's ever told you this or not, but I think you've already figured it out. A bad marriage is a thousand times worse than staying single the rest of your life. Let me say it again. A bad marriage is a thousand times worse. Thousand times worse than all the downsides of staying single the rest of your life. So do not settle for just second best. I can't tell you how many people I've talked with who've been married 10 years or 15 years or 20 years and in the privacy of one-on-one conversation they say, Pastor Rick, I feel guilty. So what do you mean? I know what God called me to do, but I can't do it now. Because I married a guy. I married a girl who didn't share that same value. And there's no way it's going to get done. And I know I am missing my purpose in life. Do you know what torture that is? To know your purpose in life and know you're missing it? Don't make that mistake. 
Don't make that mistake. On the other hand, as I said, when, you, when your purpose is aligned, it is enormous power, it is enormous energy, and it is enormous fulfillment to be doing the same thing, the same purpose with your husband or your wife and knowing the blessing of God is on your life. And I have felt that. And friend, there's nothing in the world like that feeling. To know that there's somebody by my side who's the exact opposite of me in every DNA cell of her body. She's female and I'm male and we don't understand each other a lot of the time. But we do know this. God's called us to this and we're online together and there's enormous power when a husband and wife have the same life purpose. Number three. Third, non-negotiable. We must have spiritual unity. We must have life's purpose compatibility. Number three, we must both be emotionally healthy. <laughs> yeah, I heard that one. I don't know if that was laughter of guilt, fear, or what. But we all, let's all just laugh right now, okay? <laughs> now, I did not say emotionally perfect. If you wait for the perfect wife or the perfect husband, it isn't going to happen. Because let me tell you what, we're all broken. Okay, I want you to look at the person next to you right now and say, I'm broken and so are you. Go ahead. I'm broken and so are you. Okay, go ahead. I dare you. I'm broken and so are you. All right. Now, turn to the person and say, but that's okay because God still loves you. But that's okay because God still loves you. All right. We just had 18 proposals for marriage just then. I'll be doing a cut rate wedding service after this service. Let me just tell you, read my lips. Anybody you marry will be broken. Now, you're going to marry a sinner. And she's going to marry a bigger one. Two imperfect people cannot make a perfect relationship. So put that one out of your mind. You're never going to have a perfect relationship. I married a sinner. Kay married a sinner. You're going to marry a sinner. The Bible says all of sin. Nobody is perfect. In fact, if you think you're perfect, then you better be running from that person if they think they're perfect. Okay? Because they're out of touch with reality. Woo, 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 you know. Okay. So... Everybody's broken, but some people are a lot more broken than others. And you need to avoid them no matter how good looking or how much money or how well they treat you. You need to avoid them. I heard about a lady at at divorce court and she was asking for a divorce and the, the, the judge said, but you promised to take him for better or worse. She said, yeah, but he was a lot worse than I took him for. So you got to figure out the emotional health of that guy before you go too far in a relationship. Why am I saying this? Study after study after study has shown 80% of all separations and divorce come because one or both of the partners are emotionally unhealthy. 80% of all divorces come because one or both of the people in the marriage were emotionally deficient. They were emotionally immature. They were emotionally unhealthy. 
That's Rick Warren with just a portion of today's message called Finding the Love of Your Life. It's from the series You Make Me Crazy. We'll continue with more in just a moment. But first, you might not know there's more to Rick Warren than his best-selling Purpose Driven Life book. RickWarren.org is packed with resources pulled from Pastor Rick's 30-plus years of preaching and teaching. This includes CDs, DVDs, free streaming sermons, Bible studies, small group resources, and more. It's all there at RickWarren.org. You can also request prayer, learn what it means to trust your life to Christ, and sign up for Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional. Visit us online today at RickWarren.org. There's more Daily Hope with Pastor Rick in just a moment. Admit it. You probably have a relationship that could drive you crazy if you let it. Whether it's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, spouse, sibling, parent, co-worker, or that crazy relative you see once a year at Thanksgiving, a crazy maker can really make life difficult. That's why you need the You Make Me Crazy Study Kit. In this six-part DVD series and study guide, Rick Warren brings sanity to your relationships so you can do more than just coexist and survive. You can thrive. Rick shows you in this powerful DVD series and study guide how to be wise in relationships, how to recognize who's pushing your buttons, how to resolve conflict, how to break free from abuse, how to escape the people-pleaser trap, and how to keep the crazy makers from making you crazy. The You Make Me Crazy study kit is perfect for you, your family, or small group. So request yours today. It's our gift to thank you for your donation to support this Daily Hope broadcast. Call 800-600-5004 to request the You Make Me Crazy study kit today. Call 800-600-5004. Once again, here's Rick. I'm going to give you a partial checklist of emotional health factors. These aren't my opinion. This is what God says you need to avoid. And you just need to avoid them. And you need to get out of a relationship. If you spot any of these, the Bible says you are asking for trouble. You don't want trouble. So if you hear me teach this to you and then you go marry a person that has some of these in their life and you and things turn sour, you cannot blame God. Amen. You walked into it full on, head knowing, I go, I'm going to get married in spite of this, these factors. Okay, Let me give you a list of factors. This is not all of them, but it's a partial checklist of emotional health factors. Number one, whoever I marry must, number one, have no uncontrolled anger. Whoa. No uncontrolled anger. But I like the bad boys. <laughs> then there's a word for you, girl. Fool. Just fool. You're, you're just a flat out fool. Proverbs twenty two twenty four. Do not circle that. Do not. Make friends. I think that would mean going out on a date. Do not make friends with a hot-tempered man. Do not associate with one easily angered. Do you know why? Because uncontrolled anger reveals deep insecurity and low self-worth. If I don't like me, I don't like anybody else. And when you've got a cup, let's say I'm carrying a cup of water, and if it's full to the brim, any little thing will shake that cup and it'll spill out. If there's not any water in it, nothing can come out. If you got a guy who's filled with anger, or a woman who's filled with anger, and it's right there at the brim, anytime you bump them, it's going to come out. 
The best time to end wife abuse and domestic violence is don't marry them. If you see somebody who has uncontrolled anger, friend, the Bible says, run. Do not associate. Do not associate with one easily angered. Because if they don't like themselves, I guarantee you, at some point, they're going to turn that anger on you. And you are going to be the brunt of it because you're going to be closest. No uncontrolled anger. That's a non-negotiable. Number two, whoever I marry must have no addictions. No addictions. These are non-negotiables. Proverbs 23, verse 20. Don't associate, there's that word again, don't associate with people who drink too much or stuff themselves with food. Let's pause here for a little confession. Your pastor is in. (laughs) Now only two things are mentioned here, food and alcohol, but you know there's a thousand ways to get addicted. You can get addicted to drugs. You can get addicted to pornography. You can get addicted to video games. You can get addicted to spending money. I just love to shop. Run! (laughs) Number three. Whoever I marry must have no uncontrolled anger, must have no addictions, don't associate. Number three, no bitterness. Wow. They got to deal with it before they deal with you. If your boyfriend or your girlfriend is carrying resentment from his past, now let me tell you this, as a pastor who loves you, I love you. I'm trying to save you some pain. I have sat in the counseling room with marriage after marriage after marriage after marriage and watched bitterness tear it all down. Doesn't matter if you both have great jobs, you're both good looking, you got great kids, you got a good car, great family, everything. But if there's bitterness there, it tears it out. Bitterness is like a poison that eats you alive. Whatever you resent, you begin to resemble. I'm never going to be like my mother. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm never going to be. No, really. Whatever you resist, persist. You start pushing a nail into wood, it starts resisting. It just goes deeper and deeper into the wood. You hammer it down. Now, the Bible says this. Hebrews 12, verse 15. Make sure... You all have experienced the grace of God. Now that would mean both the husband and the wife, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, everybody. Make sure you've all experienced the grace of God so that bitterness doesn't take root and grow because that causes much trouble and will corrupt. You see, if you start dating a girl or a guy who has bitterness from something in their past and they're holding on to it and they're not letting it go and they're holding on, I want to guarantee you 110% that after you get married, that resentment is going to turn to you. And a girl who's had issues with her dad is going to take it out on her husband. 
And ladies, you want to know what your, how your husband's going to treat you? Look at how he treats his parents. You got to clear, see what kind of respect the guy gives his mom. Just look at that. I have seen this over and over and over. The Bible says, make sure you all experience the grace of God. So you get rid of that bitterness. Because bitterness causes much trouble. Notice how many of these verses use the word trouble. This is a very important question. Is to ask, how do they treat their parents? You say, well, they're not marrying their parents. They're not marrying their parents. They're marrying me. You're right. But they're bringing their parents into the relationship. And they're bringing a hit. You don't marry a person. You marry a family. That's Rick Warren with Daily Hope. In a moment, he'll share an encouraging closing thought with you. But first, don't forget to visit us online at rickwarren.org. Wondering what it takes to have a better marriage? Wanting to learn to dig deep into God's Word? Wishing you could find the healing for your hurts, habits, and hang-ups. Get what you need when you visit the online store at rickwarren.org. You can also request prayer or sign up for Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional. So visit rickwarren.org today. Now before Rick's closing thought, you wouldn't be human if there wasn't at least one relationship in your life that drives you crazy. Maybe it's a boyfriend or girlfriend. It could be a spouse or parent co-worker or neighbor, or maybe it's that nutty aunt who you only see once a year. But whoever the crazies are in your life, they have the potential to really bring you down and distract you from the life God wants for you. That's why Pastor Rick wants to send you his six-part DVD series and study guide called The You Make Me Crazy Study Kit. This was a very popular Bible study at Saddleback Church. It gives you the practical tools to survive difficult relationships God's way. It's his gift to thank you for your donation to support this Daily Hope broadcast. And you might have heard us say before that Daily Hope is a 100% listener-funded broadcast, which is why your financial support is so vital. So call to give today and let us say thanks by sending you Rick's six-part DVD series and study guide, the You Make Me Crazy Study Kit, and get started on improving your tough relationships today. Call us at 800-600-5004. That's 800-600-5004. When you call, consider chipping in just a little extra to help keep Daily Hope on this station. And now, here's Rick with a final note of encouragement. Whether you want to find the love of your life or you want to find the purpose of your life, the first thing you need to do is start every day with God. This is actually a step of faith because it helps you to believe that God is there and that he cares. In fact, your time with God, that daily appointment with God, will help you expect the best from God. In Psalms chapter 5, verse 3, King David said this, In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you, and I wait in expectation. One of the reasons David was able to maintain a close and dependent relationship with God is he met with God every single morning. And he waited there faithfully, expecting that God would answer his prayers when the time was right. In Psalm 119.11, David tells God, I bank your promises in the vault of my heart. I love that verse. One of the ways we bank God's promises in our heart is by memorizing the Word of God, by putting Scripture into our minds and in our hearts so that we can lean on the promises of God the instant we need to rely on them. 
Usually when you need a promise of God, you don't have a Bible laying around. You need it instantly, and the Holy Spirit can pull it up if you've already put it in. Did you know that in the Bible, God gives us over 6,000 promises, and he has made those promises so that we can know that he's trustworthy in every situation. Start banking some of those promises in your mind and heart today. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear from you. Write me, rick at rickwarren.org, and join me next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and listeners like you.